Hello folks, this is Larry Schaefer with Living Scripture Daily. Thank you for joining me on my journey of discovery of God's amazing word. And we are back in God's amazing word today, looking at the book of Luke, chapter 4, verses 38 and 39. The title of my podcast today is Healing. Healing, a very interesting topic. The Bible says, then he got up, Jesus, then he got up and left the synagogue. And by the way, at the synagogue was where he cast out a demon. And Jesus entered Simon's house. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever. And they asked him to help her. And standing over her, he rebuked the fever and it left her. And she immediately got up and waited on them. Now this is a strange way for me to begin a devotional podcast, but here it goes. When I first started to look at this passage, I literally didn't have any insider discovery to share with you from this passage. I mean, I really don't know exactly why this story is in the Bible, and it's in the Bible three times. It's here in Luke, and it's also in Matthew and Mark as well. There were hundreds of thousands of other moments in Jesus' life that could have been included in the Bible, but God chose this one, the healing of Peter's mother-in-law. So I'm asking the question, why? Well, welcome to my journey to discover the wonder of God's word. Why don't you, I'm going to take you along with me as I struggle through this one to really gain God's purpose for this story and the richness of its meaning for us. I don't know exactly what it is, but I know it's there. As we approach the narrative, we should begin with the understanding that there are always primary truths and secondary truths. Part of the fun is trying to discover God's main purpose for including each story in Scripture and for mentioning each detail contained within the narrative. In order to gain what is the optimal blessings of God's Word in our lives, we should be committed to diligently handling the Word of Truth accurately and to do it with the heart of discovery. So, anyway, back to Peter's mother-in-law. The story has to be important because in addition to Luke's account, as I mentioned, both Matthew and Mark include this story in their gospel. So, here's their accounts. First from Matthew, when Jesus came into Peter's home, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick in bed with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her and she got up and waited on him. And then from the book of Mark, and immediately after they came out of the synagogue once again, where Jesus had cast out an evil spirit. They came into the house of Simon and Andrew, along with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was lying sick with a fever, and immediately they spoke to Jesus about her. And he came to her and raised her up, taking her by the hand, and the fever left her, and she waited on them. As far as having any profound insight, I really don't yet. Okay, I'm, I'm usually when I'm at this point, I feel like giving up and just moving on to the next section in Luke. Maybe I'm overanalyzing it, I say to myself. Maybe Jesus was just being nice and felt sorry for her and healed her. Maybe that's all there is to it. Maybe I should just move on. Well, on the other hand, I could keep pressing on to discover what the big deal is about. Since this narrative is in three of the four gospel accounts, I just, I just can't let it go. I guess I'm feeling a little stubborn, and I'm just not willing to let it go. Well, what I usually do when I encounter quote-unquote insight block 
is I press on by writing and usually writing out some simple observations. So here it goes. One observation is the sequence of this event comes right after Jesus leaves the synagogue in Capernaum where he cast out a demon. Okay, that's good to know. Secondly, after healing Peter's mother-in-law that evening, all the people in the village bring their sick to Jesus to be healed. No doubt the word spread. Luke said he rebuked the fever, and Matthew and Mark say that he took her hand. Well, I, I guess both can certainly be true. Another observation is when the fever left, she didn't need time to recover. She immediately had enough energy to serve Jesus and the others. Last observation, this event occurred as talk of Jesus among the people was really reaching a fevered pitch. This time in Peter's home that Jesus had was really a brief break from the crowds and the pressing needs of the people. Well, so there's some observations, you know, they're, they're all good. Um, but, you know, still nothing significant, is there? They are good and interesting observations, but they don't really get me to the main point of the passage. So let's reread the same story again in Matthew and Mark. Once again, after the healing of Peter's mother-in-law, all three gospel accounts tell of the entire village coming to Peter's house that evening. They bring their sick and the oppressed, and Jesus heals them all and casts out demons. Well, maybe this is it. I read more of the context in Matthew's account, and I found something that I missed before. Matthew's account says that these healings took place, quote-unquote, to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet, where it says he himself took our infirmities and carried away our disease. Wow, well, maybe now we're getting somewhere. These events and healing and casting out of demons were to fulfill the prophecy in Isaiah. So we're out of time now, but next time we'll go to Isaiah and see what we can discover as the missing key to this story. So I'll dig in further next time. Father, your word is a treasure to us. It is simply beautiful and clear and simple. And sometimes we maybe make it too complicated. But regarding this passage in Luke, we just pray that you would give us clarity and insight as we diligently seek to discover the most important truths that you are trying to teach us. You are our teacher. You are our guide. Your word is a lamp and a light that, that you use to open our minds to your ways and to your will for our lives. What a joy to search and discover the wonders of who you are through your most holy word. We praise you and thank you for being our teacher. We love you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.